Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? ready? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag NBA. I think every season is, has its own challenges. The mentality for me, you know, hasn't changed, even though we had to lay off. But having this experience right here, you know, it feels like a big old AAU tournament for grown men. So you, you take it and you, you know, you enjoy it, and, and we get to do what we love to do, and that's play the game of basketball and be with our, our teammates and brothers. So it's all good. LeBron James is all in. Lakers thought to have a shot at the title along with the Clippers and the Bucks, the three favorites. And PK, uh, I think we guessed that, but I guess it's still good to hear LeBron say it. I think we all assumed he was going to be all in, and he's all in. Yeah, why wouldn't he be all in? I mean, he's a guy who's playing basketball, and I would expect him to be all in because he has less time remaining than he has ahead of him. So, um, as I said yesterday, you got less time and whatever, you're going to appreciate it more. Absolutely. I remember the last time I put on a baseball uniform, was one year after high school I was on a team comprised of some college guys and we're in a postseason and I knew that that last inning man was going to be my last time and I just remember standing up imploring our guys to extend the game so we can get tied and maybe win it and I I remember it vividly and that was it man once I took that off I never played in a real you know I played some softball and stuff but never a real baseball game with real high school and college players. And it meant the world to me. Here, this is a man who's at the end of his career. It should mean it. And I appreciate everything he just said. His teammate Dwight Howard ruffled some feathers, questioning the need to wear a uh, face mask. They sanitize everything. We're getting tested every day. So it's not like we're around anybody that can give it to us that's in the bubble. We don't see outsiders. We don't have contact with any outsiders. I understand the whole wear a mask and all that stuff, so nobody's trying to do anything out of order. But he goes on and on. And I, you know, I think for the, the people who are in the uh, uh, MLS bubble, I was just told this yesterday by somebody who's there, that um, nobody wants to be the bleep who messes it up for everybody else. They, th- this uh, desire is like, we're inside the bubble, what's the big deal? But nobody wants to be the first one to take it off and then somehow be the one who wrecks it for everything. And I think unsaid under that is the knowledge that everybody knows we got a good thing going here. You know, they missed playing, they missed getting paychecks, and now they get to play and they get to give you paychecks. Don't screw it up. Even if it seems like there's only a 1% chance you could, or even one-tenth of 1%, don't be the one who messes it up. Well, great. And then bring on college football. Bring on pro football. All you got to do is wear a mask and everything is covered. That's This is great news. This is groundbreaking news. I couldn't be happier then. Just put the mask on and we got it solved. Sweet. Well, I think the mask helps, but I think the thing Dwight <laughs> says about we're in the bubble, you know, that's the, the thing with baseball and the thing with football is that they're not in the bubble. They are out interacting. They're going to the grocery store or getting gas or, I don't know, whatever it is they're doing. Okay, but the... Test them every day, and then you create your own moving bubble. Your own bubble doesn't have to be in one singular place, does it? As long as you're all virus-free, then you've got your own bubble right there each day. Wear the mask, and we're good. Rockets guard Russell Westbrook has traveled to Orlando. Mike D'Antoni says he's subject to a 36-hour quarantine. He'll register a couple negative tests, and then he'll be eligible to play. Probably won't go in the first scrimmage, but uh, D'Antoni's hoping he plays in the second or third scrimmage. 
So another one of the big names that people want to see showing up. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. So Gonzaga Center, Philippe Petrusev, don't even get close to that, Yak. Yeah, went bad. Yeah, I'm not going to say it a second time. That's once. Is leaving the Bulldogs program and will sign a deal to begin his pro career with a Serbian club, according to his dad. He was the WCC Player of the Year. And he's going to keep his name in the NBA draft pool. He's got until October 6th to withdraw his name. There's a lot of uncertainty with the NCAA season. Here I should be able to showcase some skills I wasn't able to at Gonzaga and improve my draft stock. So, leaving the college game. Now, you always love to go to that Dave Rose quote. They don't have just the best big man. They got the second best big man. They might have the third best big man. But, well, at least one of the big guys is gone, PK. Yeah, it's an old Jim Boylan quote, too. If they don't like it where they're at, the foreign guys, they go home. And so... Yeah. Uh, go ahead, man. Your choice. Go home. Make money. And uh, if you're good enough, you'll the NBA will find you somewhere on this planet. You don't need to be able to get Zaga to get the NBA. That's for sure. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Usually, when you get about a week out, and right now, that's exactly where we're at, start to get revved up, get excited, and there's something about this time that you know the amount of things that have to take place for that to logistically get off and get going. Something about it tells me maybe there's a chance that things get moved back. That's Sean McVay, the Rams coach, says he thinks there might be a delay with training camp. The uh, NFL and the NFL Players Association still negotiating in reports last night that the NFL has offered no preseason games. Other people saying that they offered one. They've already taken four down to two, but now to zero or one. And along your thoughts on the moving bubble, PK, Minnesota Vikings players, coaches, and other team personnel will wear a proximity tracking device upon entering the team facility for training camp to help with contact tracing efforts with COVID-19. So it'll tell you who you've been around. And I wanted to make that, you know, the sound the trucks make when they back up every time you get within six feet of each other. Beep, beep. Uh, golf beep. carts make those noises. Yeah, too. the golf cart noise. That'd be good. Well, be I've good. been pushing for PTDs for a long time now. Personal tracking devices? No, proximity tracking devices. You just say what you just said. I can't Boy, do you got to change it. I can't remember already. Well, it should D- be right in front of your face. Yeah, it is actually, though. You're right. <laughs> DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. We've been working, and in fact, my line has been I'm going to be prepared to play as scheduled, and then we're going to have to adapt to the circumstances around the virus, and that adaptation continues. I've tried to be careful and thoughtful and realistic because what I don't want to do is say something that I'm going to look at and say, wow, I wish I didn't say that. That's SEC <laughs> Commissioner Greg Sankey being careful. What? What? I mean, you could say something that you think your hero, Fauci, said masks don't do anything. And then a little while later, I've seen the clips side by side. Well, now you got to wear a mask. And he's going to throw out the first pitch in D.C. He's still a hero. So, come on, Sankey. This is the world we live in, man. You can't say anything wrong. Well, you can, depending on who you are. And then you're okay. Dwayne Wade looking at you. But uh, you can say stuff depending on who you are and it's okay if he says i think this or maybe that we're gonna hold him to it and and that's gonna be gospel i mean nobody knows anything on this as far as certainties 
Yeah, it's brand new. They're still learning as they go. So I assume that somebody's going to say something, and then a month later or six months later or whatever, you're going to learn something new, and the old thing goes out the window, and the new thing is now. Right. I mean, last week, Orgeron, man, we need football. We're going to need football. We're going to play. You know, that deep voice that he's got that looks like it's horse. It sounds like it's horse at all times. And, of course, he got the. The usual media folk went after him. You can expect that. But, I mean, what do you expect a football coach to say? We don't need football. Let's just sit back and wait three or four years till this thing blows over. Come on. It's not who they are. It doesn't make them right what they say. But, man, I would hate to have him just be completely silent because he's worried about saying something that might be wrong when we've got the leading governmental officials who say stuff and contradict themselves X amount of weeks later because they didn't know what they were talking about relative to the new information. I don't see where that's a crime. Pac-12 and Mountain West Conference both announced they're postponing the football media days that were scheduled for next week. It will be rescheduled at an appropriate time, whatever that might be. They'd already taken from in-person to virtual, but now they're not even doing the virtual media days. Just holding off. whole bunch of questions about when are you going to practice and when are you going to play and they don't have yeah, I didn't think I didn't think that was a bad sign. I mean, it's, the only questions they would they would anything about your team would be superseded by how many games you're going to play, what team is you going to add if you add another team in the in the tenth game. The purpose of the media day is to celebrate the upcoming season, not to ask all these questions that nobody has any answers to. So yep. I didn't take it as a bad sign. I just took it that it it was something that needed to be done. The University of Texas says they anticipate hosting football games in Austin this season with. 50% capacity in the stands. They're renovating the, the Longhorn Stadium down there. It seats about 100,000. So even if you could pack it, you wouldn't be putting 100,000 in because of the renovations. But now 50% and the athletic director, Chris Del Conte, emailing season ticket holders. So Texas pushing ahead. And, of course, that's important locally, PK, because as you've been telling us for weeks, uh, BYU, there's Big 12 teams out there that had games going with the Big 10, had games set up with the Pac-12, and now they've got openings. So Big 12's got some, uh, got some BYU games in its future, assuming they play. And obviously when you're planning on 50% capacity in the stands, you're assuming you're going to play. It's an assumption. I mean, then, you know, we know about assumptions, but yeah. I think that you probably should do that because you don't want to get caught short. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to happen by any stretch, but why not plan for it? You know, the, the idea of plan for all sorts of scenarios. Yep. So you're basically you're prepared for anything. It's it's what practice is all about. You know, you go to a football practice, they're preparing for every scenario possible and just so you're not caught off guard. Yep. Run all kinds of trick plays that you may or may not ever even see in a game. Yeah. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. And here's the pitch. And there's a fly ball into left center field way back. And that one is gone. A home run. It is Mookie's turn to trot around the diamond. Mookie Betts with a three-run home run for the Dodgers. Now, the things that are interesting there is Charlie Steiner's 71. He's got some health conditions, so he's not calling games from the ballpark. He's calling games from his home. And then you heard the canned crowd noise behind him. PK, everything's changing. My head's spinning. Yeah, I watched that game. I saw Mookie go deep. He's leading off for the Dodgers playing right field. He's a stud player. 
Uh, Bellinger's over there in center, and then they're going to have a platoon in left, and they're really good. I mean, they may have some pitching issues, but uh, yeah, uh, I've watched that's two nights in a row. I've watched them. Uh, I think most of the broadcasters are doing it from home. I don't necessarily know what the ages are on them and how that works, but th- that's available. I mean, the, the uh, Bob Brenly, the old manager of the Diamondbacks when they won the World Series, he does the color commentary for uh, the Diamondbacks, and he's doing it from a, uh, the Arizona ballpark, which uh, he keeps laughing about it. He feels like uh, he's got, they show, he's got a little camera there. He's showing the monitors, and he made a joke like it's down there at NASA. You know, they got 500 monitors. He's not even sure which one to look at <laughs> going on. They did have one on Sunday. Berthume used to work at ESPN. He does the play-by-play. Mm-hmm. And there was a pickoff, and uh, all of a sudden you see the runner running. Or maybe was, I think it might have been the ESPN game I was watching Saturday. And the runner is clearly going to third, and... Uh, I don't know those ESPN guys' names. Uh, I've seen their faces, but I don't know their names. Uh, he starts saying, I think it's a, oh, a wild throw because the camera angle didn't have it, and so he couldn't just look over there by himself and see for himself what was going on. So, But it's clear, you know, when you see the runner, uh, all of a sudden he's not stealing a base because he's starting to round the bag, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, when he's going to second. So you could, you could put two and two together, but he literally couldn't see because the camera angle didn't have the wild throw. And then they played the replay, and you saw that it was up the first baseline, and it was a wild throw. But probably going to have some of that. It's the way it goes for now. San Francisco's Alyssa Nacken became the first woman to coach in an on-field capacity. She was the Giants' first base coach during their 6-2 win over Oakland. The gender barrier falling, falling in the first base coaching box. Yeah, Sports Illustrated had a big story on her a couple months back as far as uh, actually going to be on the field and being in uniform. So I was familiar with that story. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Kyle Goon covers the Lakers and the NBA for the Orange County Register. He is in the bubble. Former Salt Lake Tribune writer. We're going to talk with him coming up next. Riley Jensen, college football insider and recruiting expert. PKB High Schools in the Southern Section, which isn't all, but is a massive portion of Southern California. Orange County and San Bernardino and Riverside and Ventura and up the coast into San Luis Obispo, Santa Barbara. Uh, They pushed high school sports back. Until the first of the year, the fall sports will be winter and spring sports if they're played. And there is a trend. There's some uh, there's some athletes moving into the state of Utah to play, mostly at the you know five to ten schools you think they'd be playing at. Riley was telling me a little about that, and that started in anticipation of the move that the uh, CIF Southern Section made yesterday. And I wonder if it's going to accelerate here in the next week. But we can talk with Riley about that coming up at eight o'clock, and then Aaron Falk. UtahJazz.com writer also in the bubble. We'll talk with him about the jazz at 9 o'clock. DJ and PK, Air, uh, Kyle Goons, coming up next. Stay with us.